Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of MGC. We've got Ricky Hutton on today who is currently in training for an upcoming fight and he's here telling us all about the process, about fight culture, about training hard and owning this lifestyle, and about the conception of this desire to not only take part, but be a part of combat sports in any way he can. He's a talented athlete and a skilled fighter, and I'm excited to have him on today to tell us all about this upcoming fight, but just sitting down to talk about the sport alone was an absolute joy, and of course, I'm glad you're here to enjoy it with us. So thank you for stopping by and enjoy this 23rd episode of MGC. discipline did you start with like when you started doing martial arts like what did you what did i start with yeah i started with kickboxing okay because um like my whole family like wrestled so like that's kind of where we started um when did you get into like grappling um right after that so like like i said my, my good friend mike he, like who fought muay thai and he fought also an mma fight back in like 2013 um he started with muay thai kickboxing when he was like 15 and then like i started maybe like because i was like good friends with him like probably like maybe when i was like 23, 24. So it had, so like your family didn't introduce you to it at all? It was like all outside sources? I played ball sports when I was younger. Okay. I played like soccer. um, I was really into basketball when I was like in like elementary school. People like you and I being into basketball? Yeah. You'd never make it. Dude, I didn't. I tried out (laughs) for the team my freshman year, man. And like, I, I, Obviously, being like five five doesn't doesn't help you at doesn't all. Really no, like doesn't really like help do much in basketball, man. So, but yeah, I I love the sport, and then I got into this striking jujitsu. That's so cool. I mean, I remember uh, one thing I hate about wrestling. And I know a lot of people are gonna angry at me. Is there's way too many rules. All the rules is what ended up hurting. I actually broke my arm. I snapped my arm in half because I, I like posted. Like someone was someone was behind me. Went to go take me down, and I posted my arm, and it snapped right in half. I mean, like, if I if I was allowed to go to my back in wrestling, I wouldn't have posted. I would have just fell with it. But, like, I was so scared. I didn't know what I was going to do. Am I going to break a rule? Am I going to get in trouble? Um, I was a sophomore or a freshman in high school, and it's the rules. Like, I think they, like, it ruins a lot of the sport sometimes. Yeah, no, I mean, I can totally see that. But also, it's your coach, um, like, posting to the mat, right? Yeah. But then there's also, like, your break fall, right? So yeah. From a takedown. A lot of people will, like, Oh, well, it's definitely my fault what happened. Yeah, so, like, they'll 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 stiffen their arms out, and they'll let their arms take the whole entire, you yeah. know, impact of the, of the takedown where, like, you're supposed to just kind of let your body relax and then kind of, like, yeah. slap. Yeah, well, I learned back. my lesson. I mean, like, well, the, the thing is because of, like, Oh, there was so much pressure because of the rules. Like, I, I was, like, so, like, what am I going to do wrong? And then, you know, I, I put so much pressure on myself to make sure, like, I'm the perfect wrestler that I messed up, you know? Um, but I feel like there's freedom in, like, whether it's kickboxing, like, Muay Thai or, like, a jiu-jitsu. Or, uh, there's, like, there's so much, so much more involvement, you know? And, and that's what I like about other fighting styles. And so you're getting ready for Muay Thai, fight correct kickboxing kickboxing what's the difference so muay thai is elbows um there's clinch so you could sweep from the clinch so the kickboxing fight that i'm going to be doing is going to be no elbows um there's limited clinch you can like knee in the clinch okay but it's mostly combinations of hands and and feet you know it's it's a lot of like fast pace so like i'll break down this right here the difference between like muay thai and like kickboxing that you see in like glory or like old school kickboxing like k1 mm-hmm. um muay thai is 
a little slower pace depending on, I mean, some of the guys nowadays kind of bring that like kickboxing style to Muay Thai, but the main difference really is the clinch. So the, the Thai fighters use that clinch. And clinch and is just so everyone knows when elbows, you're, when you're, gra- when you're yep. okay. Elbows and knees um, where the kickboxing is strictly hands, feet, limited clinch. You could throw knees in, in an amateur. You could th- throw knees to the body. Yeah. But um, other than that, there's no clinch game. And the clinch game is tough. Like, people don't realize it. Like, even coming from a grappling background, like, mm-hmm. it's completely different. Like, what – and you do, you do a lot of different styles. What made you choose kickboxing as the one you're going to fight for? Well, the gym I train my striking at is – Primarily kickboxing? Primarily kickboxing. It's Dutch kickboxing, so – Dutch kickboxing. So, what does that mean? So, that's, that's right there. The difference between, like, Thai and Dutch kickboxing is the volume of boxing, per se. Okay. Um, it's a lot of – hand combinations to leg kick so like especially low low leg kicks so a lot of these tie guys will throw like one to two punches to like a body leg kick or like a low leg kick they're they're very good with with their leg like dexterity and like hitting the body but their boxing usually isn't as good where dutch kickboxing is it's a lot of high volume combinations so it's not just like a Jab, cross, leg kick. It's like jab, cross, hook, fake the hook, hook again, low leg kick. Gotcha. So that's like a typical like Dutch kickboxing like combination. Did it's you, also did you fall into Dutch kickboxing or did you want Dutch kickboxing? Like, is that is that like a big thing? Is well, I mean, I kind of just, I guess you could say like I trained Muay Thai at first, and then I okay. always I always like saw videos of these guys that were like. Oh, I train Dutch kickboxing, and like it's hard to find. Actually, there's not a lot of like there's not a lot of gyms that like actually do train Dutch kickboxing. They they say like, oh, we do kickboxing, or like I've seen guys like, oh, like oh, I'm a Dutch kickboxer, and like they don't use the guard. Uh, their technique is like sloppy. Also, the gym that they fight in, like um, when they spar, like they're in a ring, they're not in like close quarters. Like so, like the style for Dutch kickboxing is very pressure forward. Um, because it's small, right? At least from what I've learned at, at the gym yeah. that I train at, it's very pressure forward, and um, it's very like you go, I go, you go, I go, and it's constant, constant volume. And there's no, there's no okay, um, jab. Let me, you know, yeah, run, let me run me, around yeah. a little run bit. Around, yeah, yeah. There's, there's no running. There's no running. Yeah, where like, um, guys, gonna be awesome to watch. It's 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 cool. Like especially if you look up uh, some of the old school, um, like K one fights, like Andy Sauer. He's a really good one to look up. Um, the, but, like, obviously the like, – what's the word I'm looking for right here? Um, like, the one that everyone goes to, I guess, when they want to look up, like, what Dutch kickboxing is, is Ramon Deckers. Ramon Deckers. Yeah. So he, uh, in, like, the 90s, went to Thailand, and he fought all the Thais that are the champion of, like, the – what was it? The – I'm about to edit this out. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why? Can't, was it Lupimi Lu- 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 Stadium? I think Lupimi uh, Stadium. Lupimi Stadium. Um, I don't. I don't really know. I'm not like super Listen, strict with. The I can't. Of, I can't pronounce my own family's name, and I and I live with them. So, but essentially, he went over there and he beat the ties by using a lot of boxing techniques with kickboxing techniques. So, like their kickboxing is different from like the American kickboxing. At that time. Okay. So at that time, the American kickboxing was very, like, karate-based. So they would, 
use like sidekicks. They you ever see like a so, um, I don't know. I'm allowed to say this. Nine round, for instance. Okay, that guy, that guy who who uh, uh, you know was the what's his name? Oh my gosh, Shannon, Shannon the can, uh, can, Shannon Hudson, the, Shannon the Cannon Hudson. So yes, like, that style of kickboxing, right? Was, yeah, was actually what was popular around that time in the the late '80s to like early '90s, and it would be awful boxing. Like these guys had no hands, but they would fight in that karate stance and they would throw like sidekicks and like these weak that's so weird because I, I remember when I was younger going to tournaments and there was just some schools that didn't throw any hands it would be all kicks and I'm like what's going on yeah they so like that style right there was awful for like boxing or they just didn't train like boxing yeah, enough so then they would get beat by actually the ties. Um, there's a couple of fights you could look on uh, YouTube of like those American kickboxers going to fight Thai guys, and the ties would just beat them by hitting a low kick on them because when they're in that karate stance, they're that bladed stance, their leg is so exposed to being hit by a low kick. That one right there, yeah. This one, yeah. I think that was uh. I don't the ad go away. What um, and this isn't. It's not like this anymore. Like, no, like striking is a lot more complex now. Like, and it's it, things have blended together too. Like, even Dutch kickboxing, it's not just strictly Dutch kickboxing. Like, you learn techniques from all over, but like, you have a base of your art. Like, yeah, Dutch kickboxing would be the base. Oh my gosh, this is like, <laughs> all right, yeah, yeah, let's skip over. <laughs> um, is that it? Th this is like the no, that's not the f uh, fight yet. There we this go. One, there. This one. See how he's wearing those pants just like that guy Shannon was? They used to wear those like pants and they'd wear like the Yeah. The sh the, Why though? The, Isn't the, that like Taekwondo like shoes with it? And like you see the the tie guy, he's just got his his ankles like in his feet wrapped and oh. He's just standing forward like hitting him with body kicks, low kicks. Oh jeez. Cuz he's his body's so sideways it just makes the the kick Yeah, yeah, yeah. So accessible. So it's like these like American guys thinking they're like hot shit. And yeah. Like and this guy's hands weren't bad. Like I actually watched this a few times. See the nice like yeah, that was a good side spinning yeah. back kick. That right was there. Good. Spinning side kick. Yeah, this isn't. The, you saw the um, this kind of in the same realm. You see the uh, the fight of the guy that broke his leg, right? Re like recently, like a couple days ago. Oh, you mean Chris Weidman? Sure. Yeah. That um, was so effed. Yeah. No, that was crazy. That was so bad. I, yeah, I mean, like, his life, or at least the next, like, two years is over. Like, it's going to take, it'll heal after, like, maybe eight months, and then, like, he has to go into, like, recovery, you know, like, where he, like, actually is able to start doing stuff again. Like, that's bad. The, the reason why that happened, he was going for that, um, that calf kick. So, a lot of these guys will go for, like, that, in MMA, it's, like, a calf kick. So, when they hit, like, they try to hit, like, um, slightly below the, the knee, and this is it, right? The other guy, Uriah Hall, just turned his leg out, turned his leg out, like as as it was happening to check it. But you're hitting with that weak part. Yeah. Oh your, yeah. Uh, your ankle, and it just snapped. And what's even crazier than that is the same kick Anderson Silva did to him like years ago, and Anderson Silva broke his leg in the same exact way. There's a video. You, you have to see I don't it. know it's if I'll be able to... pretty pretty crazy. It might uh, restrict it. It shouldn't. I don't know why it is. What, what, what do you want to look up? Um, Just look at, like, Anderson Silva leg break. Should 
be like the first thing that comes out. Uh, Silva. Yes. Laying break. Is this it? Right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's see. I don't know why it's not. It breaks in the same exact way. It's it it's pretty gross. I understand. <laughs> this video is might be not good for some viewers. I understand, yeah, I and I, I would like to proceed. I didn't. I was tricked into watching this. Timmy, he showed it to me. I was like, "Hey, watch this," and I was like, "Okay." And I was like, "Why would you show this to me?" Yeah, dude. Saturday, um, I wasn't sure if Timmy even like knew, but I was like, "Oh yeah, there's like crazy leg break." I showed a, I showed a man at first. I don't know if I can watch this again because after breaking my arm in half, like it gives me like weird PTSD. It breaks feelings. in the same exact way. I look, can't. Look, look, I, uh, I can't. I don't want, bro. I do not want to look at this. Oh my gosh, I'd be if I didn't break my arm, I'd be able to look at that. I can't. Holy God! If anyone is uh, listening on Spotify or anything, come on to YouTube and take a look at this video of yours. If you uh, just watch it on your own, it's it is dirty. Oh my gosh, I kind of feel bad for uh, that guy Chris Wybin because uh, I don't. You didn't watch the video, but when he (laughs) (laughs) when after he. After uh, he checked that leg kick and Silva went down, he, like, didn't actually look at him, and he was, like, kind of, like, running around the ring with his hands up like yeah, this. Yeah, see, like, look, yeah, he, like, kind of celebrates, and then he looks back oh now, and he's gosh. like, oh, shit, no, oh he's not doing gosh. good. And he's getting a lot of backlash on social media, like, saying, like, ha, it's karma because you celebrated in the ring, um, you know, after that happened to Anderson Silva. And Anderson Silva at the time was the GOAT. Like, he... Chris Weidman knocked him out in the prior fight because he had his hands down and he was kind of like playing games. No, screw so that, like they were like, man. all right, so like Anderson Silva's gonna come back this fight. And then he did it and it was kind of like disrespectful, but I don't oh think gosh. that was his intentions. Oh my gosh. Can you like what would you what would you do? What would you do? Like would you continue like after you healed, would you pursue it again or would you find something different to do? I mean, I'd probably pursue it again, but there's definitely gonna be some some like Nerves and anxiety about potentially it happening happening again. I mean, yeah. regardless. At what age do you think it's time to retire? Like, we got like this is so stupid, but like apparently like Floyd Floyd Mayweather, uh, Mayweather is actually going to come back to like box Logan Paul and that stupid shit. But like, what at what age do you like? All right, I'm done. You know, because I feel like if you heal after this and you heal, it's like okay, I've healed, but I'm also like this old. Like, is this a good idea anymore? You know, how many times can you get hit in the face? How many bones can you break before yeah. it's like I'm done now? Um, I think that is a tough question because there's a lot of people, and there's a lot of fighters out there that are in their mid thirties and they're in their prime. They're, yeah, they're yeah, it. they there's are. A lot of guys, even even closer to their their forties, um, you know, still doing good in you know like high promotions like Bellator, One FC, UFC. I think it all comes down to the fighter, and I think it all comes down to like, can you still perform the same way? Does your body still recover the same way? Does your body still, you know, yeah feel the same way when you're performing. And I think, I think you, you see it with some fighters watching them. Like, you know, some guys can go till they're probably 40. Some guys will lose it when, you know, they're in their early thirties and there's, there's no, there's no right or wrong. It's, it's, it, it's a weird, it's a weird question. You know, it's so, I was going to say something. Um, no, it makes me think about, you know how like, uh, when Conor McGregor was like, he had all his money. He he like the, one of the last fights he won. He was doing great. And then the question was like when he was about to uh, fight Khabib, it was like he needs nothing anymore. Pe- people love him and he's rich, so it's gonna come down to really who wants it more. And I'm like, does a rich man really care that much anymore? And I mean, like honestly, I don't know Conor McGregor, but like he, the majority of the time I've known he existed, he's lost almost every fight. 
Like, so I'm like, why do people like him so much? You know, I know he's like, he sells tickets. I know like he's a, he's a salesman, but I'm like, come on, man. Well, the whole like story and like the, the aura about Conor McGregor, especially when he first came to the UFC was he, he sold fights and he was different at that time. No one was talking trash talk like him. Maybe the only other person like him would be like Chael Sonnen. But not even on that level. He he talked a completely different trash talk game. He got in his opponent's heads, and I think that he thought he was actually better than he was. I I, I truly think that definitely. Like he was he was definitely a, he's definitely a great striker. Don't get me wrong. Like he's he's, yeah, well, he's got power yeah, in that left hand. But he went on a tear. He went through that featherweight division like that when he first came to the UFC. He got rid of everybody, and then he he also got you know privileged to get certain fights like the Eddie Alvarez fight. Yeah, and then. Well, like if you're a salesman like him, I mean, like you, like people are gonna want to see it happen. I mean, like if if you are, even if you're good, if you're really good, if you're like quiet and like you're like whatever about it, no one's gonna want to pay you to fight someone because no one cares about no you. No one cares about you. You're not drawing. You're not drawing tickets. Yeah. You're not. Drawing, Which kind like, of upsets me views. when it comes to this sport, because I mean, like I I understand it. It's not only a sport, but it's a business. But like when it comes to like sportsmanship and like the you know stoicism or respectfulness, like within me and how I've I've been raised, it's like. Don't talk shit because that's it's in play. It's not very sportsmanlike, but also you you're there to make money. Obviously, um, it's supposed to be fun. It's a game. It's theater. Like I get it. Um, so although pe- most people that you know, talk shit, they usually are pretty good. Um, it's hard for me to like them, which is why when uh, Mayweather and Gregor fought, uh, Conor McGregor fought. Um, I didn't want either of them. And I was like, I hate both of them. Like they're so <laughs> they're such assholes. Like I don't care. Yeah, no, they they definitely are. But, but they made so much money. They made so much money. And then going back to the whole Khabib thing, I mean, even I, I even if like the people were like Conor McGregor came out, I think after that and said like, oh, I was drinking during the camp. I wasn't really motivated. Yada yada. Yeah, sorry. I yeah. still don't oh, think. Okay. I still don't think that he beats Khabib. Khabib is by far the best uh, MMA fighter that has ever been in the UFC. He had like he's won every single round almost. I think he lost like one round against Conor McGregor, but you can't beat that wrestling in that ground to pound. Like dude's been doing his whole life. He's been training hard. He retired at the right time. I mean, it would have been cool to see him fight GSP, but I also think GSP is too old now to fight. God, that's another thing with you know, getting older and retiring, it's like, I was just talking to somebody about something different. I was talking to her about tattoos, and I said, are you, because she had a lot of tattoos, I said, are you upset when you have a really good idea, but you don't have enough skin to put that idea on your body? And she, her answer was like, oh, I actually have a lot more skin, it's just covered by my clothes, so I got time. But then I was thinking about it, I was like, oh, tattoo artists must, like, go crazy about that, they must be really upset. And then fighters, or, like, really any sport, um, any player, um, it's like, when you retire, it's like, but I still got some left in the tank. And what if you, and you probably don't, and you can make a mistake. Or it's like, um, when you, you get too old and or you make enough money, it's like, I couldn't imagine being in love with something so much and, and saying, okay, it's time to go. And then for the next like couple decades, feeling, oh, I just want, I just want one more, ga- one more match, one more match. It's like I had a, a kid in here, he's, he's a football player, and he was saying that all the coaches he's ever had, he's a football player, all the coaches he's ever had have always told him, I wish I could uh, run one more down. And that's, like a really sorrowful feeling and like oh my gosh i i couldn't imagine feeling that way that's crazy yeah no um as like an athlete i'm sure that that like hurts yeah like you can't you can't do what you love to do at at like the and what you're good at yeah at at, like you know like the full like thing it's really it's a very unforgiving sport because i 
like like I said, you're you're a salesman. You're it's theater. You're there to entertain people, and then once you're done, no one really cares about you. Like unless you're um, what's it, Tyson? I mean, like no one's talking to you after you leave. No one cares. No, they they do care when you leave. Um, I think it all depends on how you leave the sport. So if you okay, leave yeah, the sport, that makes sense. That so like, look at George St. Pierre. George St. Pierre t- retired on top. Um, after he fought Johnny Hendricks, which was, you know, kind of a controversial fight. Um, a lot of people thought that he lost that fight. Um, and then that was probably back in, I want to say, 2013, 2014, maybe around there. Then he came back in, I want to say, 2017, 2018, and he fought Michael Bisping for the 185-pound uh, title. And then he just retired again. And then uh, there was an interview with him recently, and he was saying, you know what, I, I don't miss fighting because I still get to train. He's like, I still get That's to train. Cool. I still get to spar people in the gym. I'm still staying fit and active. Yeah. I do. I that do, makes sense. I, he's like, I do miss obviously like, you know, like winning and stuff like that, but there's no need for me to come back. I've proved everything I, I've wanted to. It sounds like he's figured it out. It sounds like he's yeah. very happy with himself. Uh, with, yeah, with himself. Um, oh God. Cause I don't know. I know you know what I mean. I, I, yeah, and I, I think it, it's like people like like that football player like he should be playing pickup games with people like he should well, still he be coaches. playing football. Yeah, he, he coaches, but um, well he's young. Like he's I think he just turned nineteen. Like he's young, um, and because he we were talking about college, we were talking about what he's gonna do when he uh as a career when he gets older, and um he has a lot of dreams, but then like his family does or doesn't support them, and it's you know it's like young stuff in this current age in this economy in this culture right now. It's hard growing up, and um. He, he ha- could have had a chance to go to school for co- uh, school for college, uh, college for football. But then he had to end up helping his family like survive, and um, so now he he co- coaches kids. Um, he's still young; he still has time, but he he doesn't want to end up like that. He doesn't want to end up like the person who misses on what they could have done and they didn't, um, like all of his coaches. So I see fighters. I see you know any sportsman, and. Although, obviously, yeah, they're going to miss it. But if they're able to figure out a way with inside their own head to be like, I'm content, I'm happy with what I've done, and I, and, I, and I have this monument inside my head, all of my accomplishments, it's a monument to who I am. And if you can say that about yourself, then you've won. But, I mean, I, just thinking about missing something so much, like, it really sucks when it's all you got, you know? My thing would be is, hey, you're 19, you're still young, keep training hard, go yeah. for it, why not? Or, hey... Maybe try MMA. Yeah, well, I mean, he's a big kid. I mean, like, that's the other thing. I was talking about my whole, all my family are, uh, family members are wrestlers, and we're all small, like, you know, you and I. And one of my cousins, Paul, who's an incredible wrestler, um, he said, I love being small um, because it's, I feel like it's easy being small. And when you're fighting, I'm like, most small people are good at fighting. It's the big guys that kind of just, like, at least in, like, Olympic wrestling, kind of just smack each other around. Um, like if they're really big, um, but he likes being small because there's so much more potential to like learn and do different moves and stuff. Yes. So like being obviously like a smaller person, um, will give you more ath- athletic, uh, advantage, yeah, yeah. but that means that the, the other guy's got it too. You the know? other guy's got it too. <laughs> so, got it so, too. you know, the, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, the competition yeah. is, is tougher being a bigger guy, you know? They not they might not be as clean with their techniques uh, when it comes to striking, wrestling, any of that, right? Yeah. They're to throw their weight around more, and not, that's not for everybody. There's freaks out there who who you know are 
200 pound guys and they move like a uh, 145 pound guy. Yeah. You know, it all Freaks. depends. But but majority of them, yes, the technique isn't going to be as clean as a guy who is smaller. That's just kind of like What do you known, like what do you like watching? Fact. You like watching, you know, lighter weight or heavier weight? Um I would say uh, you know what? I like I like watching all different types. I like watching a fighter more than a, I learn about a fighter and I learn about their style. I like watching. So you like them. watching the people you know. I I like watching fighters, and I like taking things that they use, and I'm like, oh, can I use this? Would this work yeah. for me? Like, I'll watch like like what's his name, Israel Adesanya, who's the uh, 185 pound uh, UFC champion right now, and I look at his kickboxing highlights. Half the shit he does, I can never do. I I'm not six foot three. I don't have a wingspan like he does, but yeah, it's amazing, and you know it's, oh, it's incredible. It's awesome to watch. Uh, my uh my um grappling cr- coach uh a couple of years ago every time he would show us a move like he would like make up stuff and he would say guys if you do not say my name when you win I'm gonna be so angry it's like this is like a fifteen thousand dollar move if I don't see a dime of that you're you're in trouble like he would always make fun and make jokes but it's crazy a lot of people come up with these these crazy moves you know uh, Eddie Bravo yeah all, like the shit he comes up with. Oh, dude, he has the funniest names for all his, like, <laughs> the uh, stuff he just comes up with, bro. He's like, yeah, you're going to put him in zombie crackhead. In zombie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You know, when I I wasn't introduced to Eddie Bravo through any kind of martial arts, anything. It was from Joe Rogan, and I had no idea he was a fighter or he trained anything. Yeah, jujitsu. Uh, I had no idea yeah. until, like, a year after I, I learned about it. I'm like, oh, this guy's really good. <laughs> he is scary. But, yeah, the things people come up with, and then, of course, if you're small, you can do all these things. If you're a big guy, not only can you not, like, bro, I don't fucking know. I'm, look at me. I've never been big, and I'm also not as skilled as other people. But, like, if you're a big guy, you, there's not much you can do to get around your own body and the other person's body. So, but, like, when you know a fighter, depending on whether it's lightweight or heavyweight, um, you a lot, a lot to learn from them. Well, there's rules of the exception. I think what you say by a big guy, I think you're talking about the guys who are, like, heavyweights. Oh, yeah, no. Like I, they're they're compl- 200 and, yes, and that's exactly what I'm 30 talking pounds about. and up, you know, like, they're, yeah. they're really big guys. Because I feel like there's guys that are, like, you know, well, there's, well, one, yeah. 180 to, to, like, 205, those guys can move. Oh, you know? yeah, because they're all move. muscle. They are yeah. all muscle. But, yeah, those heavyweight guys, they're they're not going to be as clean with the technique. It's no, it's not going to happen. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's just, you know. Um, I was going to say, you so, w- I know it's still, like, in deliberations, you know, when it's going to happen, but when you fight, is it, you, do you think it's going to be uh, more local? Or, like, like in the state, or you gotta you think you're going to have to travel, or do you not know yet? Um, We're not sure yet. Not sure. But um, I do think it, it will be somewhere local. I'd love, I'd love to see. It. I'd love to go. Yeah. Um, if it's more, if it's more than like like two hours, I don't think that's really worth. Um, well, I understand. Worth it to go, and also it's, it, cool. it's, it's going to be recorded, right? Hard, yeah, it's hard to sell tickets too, though. Like yes, you know, as much as I don't want people to be there because of the pressure, you know? I get that. We we got to talk about that because I understand that. I was just talking. Who I don't know who I was talking to. I was talking to my uh, stepbrother who is a baseball player. And I told him whether I'm, you know, doing a play or like I'm acting in anything or I'm fighting or when I was young and I would like have a soccer game, I'd never want my family to be there. Never. I hated, I hated it, which is funny because my father, an incredible wrestler, he actually wrestled at, uh, with Tom Cruise in high school, um, which is so funny. But he said he loved wrestling because he was the only one on the mat and he liked the attention being on him. And that's the biggest reason why I hated wrestling, you know? So I hate when people I know are watching me. So I get that. I hate that shit. I, I oh, so stupid. Yeah, I just feel like you don't want to let anyone down. Yeah. But also, it can drive you. 
It you can know, if that, you're that kind of person. That's another thing. I feel like it could also drive you, or you and, could just you tune know, it out. You depends act, on where your brain goes. You could also just act like, you know, no one's there. It's just you and your opponent. Well, I mean, like, if, if you can do that, then you're ready. I'm not, I'm not saying that I can I'm just saying do that, but if you, it, the royal I'm gonna you. I'm going to work towards that. <laughs> tell, yeah, tell, so tell, do you mind telling us how what your what your plans are for, like, mentally for that? Well, um, I do plan on working with a sports psychologist. Uh, my coach is uh, giving me, like, a person to contact. I haven't uh, gotten full contact with them yet, but I plan on doing that probably in the next uh, couple of weeks. And what did, what do they do? Um, I guess they're going to give me some techniques to work on, you know, numbing out the nerves and helping you kind of get in that mindset of, of war. Yeah. You know, uh, what else? Oh, my gosh. When Mike Tyson talks about, you know, how he used to feel when he goes, goes into the ring, he, he'd get into the ring and he'd say to himself, I am God. Like, oh, my gosh. Dude, you know what's crazy? Um, I saw over the weekend, what's her name? Rose Namajunas. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Knocked yeah. out. Um, She's great. I forgot the other girl that she was fighting. No but idea. What she was saying it was it, it was really cool. Um, like when they were doing the intros and like the walkout and everything like that, and she's standing there across the cage from her. She was literally like yelling to herself, "I'm the best." Yeah, I'm yeah, the yeah. Best. And I was like, "That's awesome." Yeah, I was like, "Yeah, like I should probably do that." Like, Bro, I'm I was really just excited to myself. You. I was I'm like, "Cause I've known you for almost two years now." Two years, yeah, two years. Um, and I mean, well, we we're always talking about it. We're always talking about uh. You know, fighting, training, you, gr- you know, all this stuff, uh, sparring, and um, I don't know. I'm, I'm I'm happy to see you finally, uh, you know, doing this. Me too, man. You know, I'm not getting any younger. <laughs> well, that's, <laughs> that's what, what that's what I'm that's saying. See it, you know? That's what I'm saying. Um, yeah, like no matter what happens, you're there's no way you're gonna regret anything that goes down. No way. Win or lose, I'll be I'll be happy. Oh my god! And, and you it, know what? It, it's not gonna be. It's not going to be my last time. It's I not going to be the last one. That's I, what I'm saying, I, bro. I plan on doing a tournament in August, and I, I plan on continue doing this until I don't feel like it's it's for me anymore. Uh, this is gonna. This is great. I'm really excited because um, you like you know everyone like all like the the members you work around. How excited they're gonna be? Oh yeah, I oh, don't want God. them to really know. I'm just, well, they well listen. I know you know who's gonna know John because yeah. he listens to this. Our John, our our, our uh, <laughs> nine round nine dad. round dad is gonna know about this. I mean, like. Even if they don't know when it happens, they're gonna know eventually, and it's just cool, man. It's so cool. Uh, so in the uh, the kickboxing, you were saying before that it's a smaller ring, right? No, it's not a smaller ring. So what I was trying to, to yeah, you know, I'm sorry, I'm glad we got back to this because I really wanted to. Like I feel yeah, like I, I rushed what I was trying to say. So in the gym that I train at, um, we don't have like a really big mat space, so it forces you to fight. Uh... So yeah. it's like the way you train is like that. And it's a lot of volume. It's a lot of high volume. Like, you know, one person's fine at you. You better shell up and counter. And then you start, like, your own combination right after that. And it's constant It's constant pressure forward from, from both ends. So you're, like, really training. Like, it's like you're putting yourself, like, like that's good. That's great. Because yeah, it's, it's uh, I, you know what? I, I see boxing gyms. This is the biggest thing between kickboxing and, like, kickboxing Muay Thai and like boxing. If you look at a boxing gym, they spar hard. They don't spar easy. Like they're they're they're, they're head geared up. Oh like yeah, they're, but they're hitting each other hard. They're not they're not going light. But if you look at a lot of videos, sometimes of, like these kickboxing, like tech sparring, and like they're like going like super soft with their punches. They're like yeah. throwing a jab, and it's like let me just touch you. Yeah, where it's like you're not actually looking for that person's chin. Like, it's not always a good thing though. They go super hard. hard. Yes, but I feel like you need that, especially in the beginning. 
well, yeah, well, yeah, but like you if you need like that. if you're going up against like a headhunter and you're like you're trying to get ready for a fight, I mean like I don't like you want to get hit in the face, of course, but like if someone's like like being like irresponsible, you know what I mean? Um, well, it's controlled, so like let's put it this way: like we don't use headgear like in the gym that I spar at. Mm-hmm. We're not going a hundred percent to that, but to the body for sure. Yeah, of course, okay. conditioning the body, but we're not we're not like. Going soft with these punches. No, well, either. you shouldn't. Absolutely, you shouldn't. Um, we, I was training with this guy. What's his name? I can't remember. But uh, he was doing, like, his fight camp. He's getting ready. And um, we weren't allowed. My master, my trainer, was told us when we were all had to fight him, we weren't allowed to do this one specific thing. I don't remember what it, I don't know if it was, it, it, it was uh, headshots, which what doesn't make sense because he got hit in the face a million times. Something he didn't want us to do. Um, because it would have like screwed him up. Oh, okay, I remember. He um he like effed up his foot or something like two weeks before his fight. Um, so like we couldn't do like sweeps and stuff. Like we couldn't mess with his foot. Um, which is funny because when his fight came, it lasted for twenty seconds and he choked him. He choked the guy out and won. So it's like it didn't matter anyway at the end of it. But um, and I guess in that case, it doesn't really apply to what yeah, we're that, talking that's about. That's more like an, like an injury. Yeah, it like doesn't he, he doesn't like apply a, to what we're talking about he had at all. An injury but, during yeah. I guess like his fight camp, so that he therefore he like didn't want you to like I guess mess with that his was leg. the guy that by the way br- uh, snapped his bicep doing a, a hook. I told you like he did a hook and his bicep just snapped. That's very odd. Very odd. It's very weird. That's weird. It's, it happened <laughs> though. It was okay. Oh, you um, how often do you do a uh, ground? Um. So right now. Probably like twice a week. Prior to like training, like striking, I was probably doing it like three or four times a week. I love ground, dude. I I love jujitsu. I love grappling. Um, I I honestly think it's it's relaxing yeah. <laughs> compared to striking. It's yeah. it's it's it. Don't get me wrong. It's not easy. Like I don't want anyone to hear this and be like, oh, like you know, jujitsu <laughs> is easy. It's not. But yeah. there's more of a relaxed. Um, I guess you could say. Um, vibe to it than than striking. Yeah. And also, what's what's crazy though is so even though I'm going twice a week, sometimes maybe three days. So I'm I'm getting ready for my fight, right? Yes. There's guys in, at Asbury where I train my my uh, grappling who are competing in like Nagas, so they're oh, all getting so hyped cool. up. So I'm not getting a break when it comes yeah. to anyways. I'm literally going in there yes. and like they're they're going full force trying to this trying to like you know story, get positions man. on me, submit me, and like. It's it's tough because like I'm like damn it is am I getting worse at jujitsu because I'm only going two days a week, but then I'm oh, like no shit. but they're 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 picking their yeah, training up yeah you know? you're getting inside your head they're also getting me to be like you know what you need to start working it's, harder it's, it's here it's time to you know hurt Ricky it's time to tell him that he's yeah yeah and these are guys like like you know like I wouldn't say that that I'm better than them by any means mm-hmm. but we would have even matches you know like maybe we wouldn't come to a submission. Or I, I wouldn't get dominated as much, and they're they're dominating me. So you know, I'm happy that they're picking up their intensity, and it's only gonna make so like you know, if everyone's training hard in the room, it's only gonna make the room better. Now, how many people do you have in your gym that are like the same weight and height as you? Many or not many? Because that was my biggest problem. No one's definitely the same weight as me. So like, I walk around um, when I'm like super fit, like right now. I'm um, 126 to like 128, like walking around, like fully hydrated. Do you lose weight for this? Are you losing? Are you trying to cut? So when I take my fight, I'm going to fight at 120. And you're, you said what? You're, what are you now? 128. 128. 
Yeah. If I'm like kind of like in shape, but not really like super in shape, I'm like 130 to like 132. So no one's the same weight as me. I'm the lightest. I'm the lightest person in the gym. Yeah. There's even girls that like are, uh, yeah. are, are heavier than me or about the same weight as me. But um, the closest person in weight, I think, is probably like 135 to like 140, 145. Like, and I can like, I can tell the difference. Like, if I get somebody that's like 180, I really have to try hard. If I'm if I'm going with somebody that's like around my like like 180 under, I don't have to try as hard. I don't have to like mu- like um like use super technique and like evade them. I can kind of like bully them a little bit, even though I'm lighter. Sometimes like uh, I'm pretty strong for for my weight. Yeah, well, I'd imagine so. Um, do you do you like ground or stand up better? Um, I've been loving stand up recently. Well, obviously, of course, of yeah. course. God, I mean, like stand up's crazy, man. Because you could throw those hands. Like I see people like like you ever see like street fights and like just the guy guys got the quicker hands. Oh my gosh! Well, street fights are completely different. So no, like, but like you go on YouTube and see like uh, or like it'll be like on news like like twice a year like guy who trains in MMA for like yeah, so yeah. it's like Jesus Christ like that a, guy like a trained fighter yeah like, like an actual yeah, like fighter that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not yeah. talking about like you know high school fights in the courtyard. I'm like holy God! Like I I don't know if this is a real quote, but uh. Apparently, Bruce Lee would uh, tell like reporters and tell like you know other fighters that um, I fear walking around the American streets because there's no no other fighter like the American boxer because the hands just because of the hands. Um, and I was like, you know, he's right. If that was true, I don't know if it is. I will tell you right now. The I I would say that the best striking sport to start is boxing. It is so good. It is so efficient. Oh my People god! Don't understand like. You're not gonna like if if I get into a street fight with somebody, I'm not throwing a yeah, leg kick. I'm not no throwing one's... a low le- leg kick. Maybe I might, but honestly, I'm I'm gonna throw my hands. That's the yeah. first thing I would throw. And to have, especially in all these sports, it it all comes together. Especially in MMA, you need boxing. Yeah, I'd say I'm like I don't know as much as you, not nearly as much as you, but I'd say uh, boxing. And I really, I might be biased because my family, but wrestling does a lot. Now it can be a detriment because. Me being a wrestler, when I went into MMA, I would gas myself out so quickly because as a wrestler, you're like, get in and get out. Finish the match. And I would destroy myself. I learned how to not do that. But then later on, when I would grapple with wrestlers who didn't know what they were doing, it was so easy because they would go way too quick. Well, that's that's another thing is learning how to pace yourself. So that wrestling thing, like you're looking for points, right? You're looking to get that that, – I guess dominant position in wrestling, yeah, and it's, that'd be the same thing in, in like a jujitsu competition, right? So you're always in that competition mindset of I need to get here like as fast and as a like like maybe not as efficient as possible because you're killing your energy, yeah. But like I need to get here first, right? Yes. Where in like an MMA fight or even in jujitsu, just with grappling, you need to control the pace of it. You can pick the pace up. You can make them pick the pace up. You can slow it down. You can control them by, you know, controlling a position on them or uh, getting a sweep on them. So if they're coming at you super hard, top top pressure, aggressive, and you get the sweep on them, now you have control and you can dictate, oh, do I want to, you know, change my position? Do I want to look for a submission here? You can kind of dictate the, I guess, like the speed of everything. Yeah. But. Because, yeah, and it's, it's true. Because 
There was this uh, one guy. The reason why I asked you before, you're, uh, if you've got anybody that's the same weight and height as you, because when I would do it, like you, I was the smallest one there. Um, and I would always have to go against a guy that's like 100 pounds heavier than me. Um, and, of course, that makes you like better in the long run. But uh, when I'd get wrestlers in there, which is kind of dangerous, they don't know what they're doing, um, it made me feel really good because no matter how big they were, I was always able to win just because I knew what to do. And see, that's good you had that wrestling like background because you can kind of yeah. you can kind of wrestle with them, right? Yeah. So like I'll get guys that are like we get this one guy come to Asbury. Um I forgot his name. Is 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 one of these places I'm looking at your studio? Um is it all these places? You, how many Well yeah, see like the Which one I'm looking at? So like the top uh three and then like the two to the right right there, that's all at Asbury uh, park jujitsu, okay. and then the one um, that is to the left, right there on the bottom. This one? No, no, no. This one, one more, right there. That's uh, bad guy Muay Thai. So that's what my coach Joffer. It's his birthday today. Oh, happy, happy, birthday, happy birthday, Joffer! <laughs> oh, that's such such a satisfying noise uh, when you hit the pads. Um, yeah, that's cool. There. How many do you go to? Two. You said to go from one a different school for grappling, one for. Yeah, kickboxing? I teach I teach kickboxing. Well, at that's Asbury. one of the things I wanted to talk to you about. That's actually the main reason why you were supposed to be on here until news came that you were uh, getting a fight. Is that for those that you don't know, we got <laughs> <laughs> small business owner uh, hitting right. with, hitting with Hunt. I mean, like, so I messaged you, or t- I don't know if I messaged you, talked to you in person. Um, no, I messaged you because I, I think I was like I didn't even work at Nine Run yet. I was still like away for a while. Yes, you were, yeah. Yeah, this was a long time ago. I was, um, I want Ricky to be here because he has, like, a side gig where he trains people in, like, stand-up, just hitting the pads, like, working out, like, getting, like, what do you, what do you do for people? I teach them the, the same, like, kickboxing that, that I, that I learned, you know, the Dutch-style kickboxing. So, holding pads for them, and, um, not even just at Asbury, both at, also, Bad Guy Muay Thai. It depends where you live. So, like, there's a there's a stretch right there, you know. One's in Matawan, one's in Asbury Park. Yeah. So, depending where you are, I can train you at either one. doesn't matter. But the difference between me and, like, you know, your fitness-based, you know, pad holder is I'll teach you stuff that actually work, combinations that actually work, and, like, how to pressure fight forward. A lot of times yeah. people will be like, okay, jab, cross, and they're just standing there holding the pads. If you're throwing a jab, cross, you, you should be moving forward. Have you gotten anybody that's like not ready to listen to you? No, not no, yet. no. That's that's gonna be upset. That's gonna be annoying. I mean, don't get me wrong. Um, I'm sure that day will come. Uh, I'm fully prepared for it, and I have a reason why everything works that I show. I'm like this Instagram is full of like all the, all your. I'm like I, I liked. I think it's cool because obviously, what's the I someone said recently? It's common sense, which like. Um, find something you like doing, and then find something that'll pay you to do it. Um, yeah. So I'm mean, like, if you're good, which you are, I mean, hell yeah. And you got uh, you got a good handful of people, and you have fun doing it, I'd imagine. Dude, I love it. I put 100% effort into every person I train. And how long do you do for how long are the sessions? Uh, usually runs like 45 minutes to an hour. Okay. And I have like a, usually a lesson plan. I don't just like go off, off the air and be like, oh, you know, uh we're going to do this today. Like, no, I, I keep progress of each person. Um, and I, I will have like a certain like thing for them to learn that day. Like I have my, my one guy. That's awesome. Do you keep um, a journal of what they have or have not learned? I don't yet? keep a journal. I keep a mental note of, of 
If you're good at that, go for it. Love what they do because it's it's easy and it, that you know what it's funny. That's how I learned. I learned just by you know coming in and learning a new lesson every um, week and trying to see what works for me. I don't expect them to use every single thing that I show them, but I also do try to show them certain things that'll that'll work for them. Like I got a guy Dan who's like six five. You know, like there's certain things that I'm going to show him that will work for him. Yeah. Right? I have another guy, uh, Mark, who's like my height. It's funny. Same yeah. Name. Yeah. Uh, the, so those things aren't going to work for like the same things that are the, the, the things that are going to work for Dan aren't going to be the same things that are going to work for Mark. Do you think that you're, it's going to sound like, I hope not condescending, but it might, you think you're good enough to know exactly like, you know, if you, if you got someone coming that's like 250. You know, you're, are you able to be like, you know, what's going to work for him versus a guy that's like 110 pounds? Well, that all depends on what their skill level is. So if they're a beginner, like, yeah, everything beginner, let's say. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll end up seeing like, how athletic are they? Um, you know, in certain things, like I, I might have to work. So like, I might have to fix, fine tune things on, on that person. Like, you know, if they're not turning their jab over, I might work with them for, you know, a whole session being like you need to turn your wrist over on your punches. Now, do you have a, a set schedule where it's like we do this these days, or is it like up in the air? I try to keep a set schedule with, with um, everybody. Um, sometimes it changes. Um, my biggest, my big day is like usually Sunday. I'll train like three to four people, and then during the week I'll have like one on a Tuesday, one on a Thursday. And are they privates or classes? Wednesday. Privates. So the difference between a class and having like an actual striking coach is you, you get to fine-tune everyone's yeah, of course, techniques, yeah, of course. right? But you progress more. So in a class, right, you may be learning a combination. You might not get it. and Yeah. Or, or you might not even just be aware to, like, drill it over and over again, where if you're with the person for an hour, whatever they show you, you're going to be drilling that. Yeah. Majority of the time for that hour. It's going to be thrown in even on your free-flow pads, They'll throw that in there for that for that hour, and it becomes second nature. Where in a class, you might work that combination for three minutes, six minutes, and that's it. Yeah, and you might it. forget about it. It goes in and goes out the window. Would you ever uh, teach ground? Would I ever teach you too? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm I'm not like, I've been a blue belt for three years. I think yeah, three years I've been a blue belt. Um, I don't even know if I'm I would be ready as a purple belt. But I would I would teach it. Well, I think like we said before, one of the things about you know any kind of grappling or ground game is that a lot of it you make up on your own. So I feel like if you have like I always, I say this a lot about the arts, whether it's like acting or like singing or whatever. It's like you're most of the times you got to be born with it. Most of the time you got to wake up and be able to just do it. And if you have that skill inside of you to just be, you're a fighter. Like you got it, man. You're athletic. I feel like you can just wake up and you can start coming up with stuff and. As long as they're not gonna, you know, hurt the user. So I I see what you mean by the creative like end right there, mm-hmm. but I think you should have. Like, yeah, no shit. Yeah, of course you got to have some training. <laughs> uh, I no 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 no. I think what, you should. What? I think you should teach things that that you've done that work. Well, yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not gonna say like come in there and be like, okay, guys, last night I came up with something. Let's try it. Obviously, you know, put it to practice. But that happens. Like you don't you don't understand? Like you go to like certain schools and they'll YouTube something. And they'll show it that class, even though they've never done it live yeah. against somebody. They've never done it in a competition. Like, and like, I'm not like I've I've only done one jujitsu competition. I'm not like talking like I'm some like big jujitsu uh-huh. com- like competitor. I plan to compete more, but I think that you should teach techniques that you know work. 
Yeah. Well, you know? of co- yeah, you put them, like, practice them, of course. Like, and, but that's tough. Like, you know, like, if yeah. your arsenal yeah, right. only contains a certain amount of things, like, hey, you might be really good at that. But you know what? I think it's worth it in the end. Like, if only if you got, like, three or four submissions that really work well and, like, maybe, like, a few different setups for them, I think that you should stick to teaching that. Then, then going on YouTube and, and teaching somebody's, like, more advanced stuff that you've never actually, like, taught. The reason being is you didn't learn it from them. Yeah. So you you might be actually missing a f- like, like a step or crazy two stuff. in between, and then therefore you're teaching them not the correct technique. Yeah. And that's yeah. how that's how it becomes watered down. Yeah. My uh my grappling coach he would always do the key lock. You know he always uh, show us the key lock, and he would say how like listen everyone if the elbow's out here it's gonna do nothing, but if you bring it into the rib cage it's gonna hurt so much more. Like bring it in close, and he was saying how like. Um, a lot of jujitsu guys um, don't, at least people he's trained with, don't like bring it in tight and they leave it out in the open and it barely hurts, it barely works. You can't really submit anyone in there. And he's talking about how like it gets watered down. Like so many people just do something so simple, a key lock, so simple, and it almost never works. People don't realize if you just move it five inches closer to the body, it's going to hurt way more. So things get watered down. I mean, like I definitely aware of that. Um, it's funny you say that. I actually. I never go for uh, key locks or like Kimuras. I love key um, locks. Smaller guy game. It's not really. Uh, I don't know. I feel like it's 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 not a smaller guy's game. It's usually a big guy's game. You go for like Kimuras and key sense. locks. That makes sense. Um, I usually go for like Omoplata's leg locks. Um, really like uh, the short choke off the back, the guillotine. Okay. Yeah. Right yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's usually my go to um, for submissions. Um, but yeah, no, I never, dude, or, or I'll use a Kimura from bottom to go for a sweep. I, anything with legs, that's where, I, that's where I'm at. Because like, I don't know, I fucking love leg locks and stuff. And, and, and um, what's it called? Uh, whatever. What do you, um, what are the triangle chokehold? Triangle? I, yeah. I love that. I love that. People I always catch me in it, but I like doing it. I was going to say, um, I'm good at escaping it because I've, I've been caught in it, like, quite a few times, but I never actually go for a triangle. My legs are short. I don't have I don't have long legs. My limbs What are, if you were going up against somebody like, like me, like that's oh, your size? I would bully you and I'd probably I'd probably um I'd probably take your try to take your back or I'd probably try to uh, get onto a top half guard position and, and go for like a darse from top. I, I never will go for like a like a, a bottom position when like someone's similar to my size. I'll try to usually like mm. out, out like I wouldn't say even wrestle like top pressure. Yeah, because it's not. It, it, yes, it has a wrestling base, but it's it's more jujitsu than wrestling. I I can see what you're saying because mo- most people I've ever trained with were bigger than yeah, me. Yeah, when, so like, when I think of wrestling, I think of like takedowns. Yeah. I don't think of top pressure. I think of top pressure is more jujitsu. I um, ah fucking wrestling man. When I was uh, when I would train, like I would always like it's very it's not very uh polite, like just even doing amateur, but uh, it's like slamming people, throwing people. Like I would always do that, and that's kind of looked at, like kind of frowned upon, at least uh, in well, my culture. Yeah, you're not my, like school culture for uh, MMA, but you're not. Well, so like in jujitsu competitions, um, and just proper like uh, sparring, like sparring in jujitsu, you're not supposed to slam somebody on the ground. Like, say, let's say somebody like had you an armbar, and, and you're like a day one. Your probably initial thought would be like, "Oh, let me pick them up and slam them yeah. on the mat." <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And that's okay. Like I've had that done to me. Yeah. And I don't get like super mad about it, but like you gotta let them know. Be like, hey, yeah, you can't do that. I've like, got, I've definitely gotten carried away. A that's, few a, times. that's illegal in like you know most jujitsu competitions, and it's yeah. like bad sparring etiquette. Like, it's, know, yeah, just don't do that. 
No, I, I've definitely made a few mistakes personally where I'm like, you know what, that wasn't very nice of me. I, I really probably shouldn't have done that. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I still think it's cool as fuck. I mean, like, I... I, I mean, if you're in a street fight, yeah, Oh, absolutely. in a street fight, hell yeah. Slam, slam, oh, slam them on their fucking head. Yeah, Sorry absolutely. Sorry the language. Sorry for the language. <laughs> I, um, one of the last amateur uh, fights I went to... This guy was getting bullied, man. He was like, he was taking it, and he he was losing. But then he slammed his opponent, and the crowd changed. Everyone was like, "Yeah!" And he ended up winning. Well, yeah, and in, in MMA, it's it's it, legal to do that. It completely changes, you know, the mindset of your opponent. Like if you like, you, you're gonna f him up. You're gonna destroy him. Um, is like so when you do uh, kickboxing, is there any like big thing that's like, yo, if I try this, like, and succeed? They're gonna be mind fucked. Like, is there anything that, or is it all like kind of like straightforward? Because, like I said, slams. If you slam someone successfully, they're like, I can't believe that just happened to me. Or is it is, is like kickboxing kind of just like it's punches and kicks, and and whoever wins wins. Um. Well, obviously, there's the knockout. You know, like, well, of course, if you get a knockout, especially in, in amateur. There's headgear. But so, can you can do spinning back fist, and not that I I would ever do that, but uh, uh, I wouldn't recommend it. But I'm sure that you can do it. So I feel like if you landed, yeah. if you landed that, that would be a. Mind I fight. would say the the most impressive thing that you can land on somebody and, and KO them with, especially in amateur, would be a uh, like a spinning back kick to the liver. Oh my god, that would be, and like they they drop from that. That's pretty impressive, like to hit that. Jeez. It's pretty it's pretty damn hard. Yeah, even just to hit that in sparring, it's, it's hard to hit that. Um. But th- that that is actually really easy to um, also defend if if you're ready for it. You always, whenever we work together, like you always show me like th- those things like that. Like, oh yeah, this is how you defend against this. This is how you defend against that. And I'm like, all right, Ricky, I realized I can't kick you. I get it. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm aware. Thank you. <laughs> um, but yeah, you uh, you said there's no elbows in this. Yeah, right? there's no elbows. There's no elbows. Because um, in uh, amateur MMA, there's. Uh, no elbows and there's no hitting to the face on the ground. But yeah, then there's, once you there's go pro, no ground and pound to the face. Yeah, um, and they're wearing shin guards too. Uh, yeah. just no headgear. Yeah, those four ounce gloves. Let me tell you, man. Uh, I'm sure MMA is is pretty tough too, man. It's oh no, I've seen it. I've wa- I I yeah no, it's 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 aft. Um, I wanted I wanted you know so ba- like it's a lot of money to do this stuff. For to you know pay to go train somewhere, so like I don't know what your uh, situation is. Cause I know you work there too and stuff, like you train stuff. But um, for those people that are fighting that, like fighting, mo- I feel like most people are doing because they have nothing else. They they uh, I know a lot of people personally, and I've seen a lot of people from other schools. So like, listen, man, um, I either you know I have no family or like I'm doing this because I couldn't pay for school. But I'm good at this, so I'm just going to try to make it. Um, a kid from my high school who's pro now, his name is Richie Lewis, a- amazing. Um, a lot of people come from, like, hard stuff, even if it's just, like, put stuff that they put onto themselves. Um, so you look at these amateur fights, and, like, this is this is it. This is their life, man. If they don't win, what are they going to do? So it gets brutal. It gets really brutal. No, and uh, I see I see that mindset, and I, I, I think that's, that's a, honestly, I don't think that's a bad way to be at all. I don't you think know, so either. I, no, I don't think so either. You're hungry. You want to win. Yeah, yeah, you, know? you need it, but, yeah. But I do think now the sport has gone a little bit more mainstream. Yes, and it's, I agree. Um, it's not so much these guys that are, like, dead broke and they're fighting to, you know, eat. I, th- I think it's more they're doing it. They're doing it because they enjoy it. I, I think it's gone more to that, that sense where they do yes. it because they enjoy it. And, but when and I, they, see, they see a potential future in it. 
Well, yeah, absolutely. But when, like, when I go to, like, the amateur fights, like, in, uh, if I go to, like, Atlantic City and I go to, like, uh, a casino that doesn't even, like, get, you know, you have, like, any gambling, like, machines or tables anymore, like, it's, like, closing down because, like, uh, like, a really shitty place. Like, I know, like, what kind of characters I'm going to see there. And, like, and, like, your, your coaches, your masters, your, your, uh, your, um, you know, people that are, go to the same schools, they'll all talk, they all know each other, and it's, like, it gets pretty serious. Like, people, like, are really trying to, like, make because they got no other options. But you are right. Like, it is really mainstream. And there's people like, you know, me, maybe people like you that are, like, I'm good at it, and I don't have to do it because I'm trying to, like, make sure my kid can go to, like, kindergarten, you know? Yeah. So, so yeah, it is mainstream, and it is very popular. And if you got if you got money to, like, you know, train at a really good place and you got good equipment, you're going to do really good. But I know there's people out there that it comes down to, like, the Conor McGregor thing. It's, like, is a rich man going to want it as bad as someone who wants the title? I don't know, because, like, the people that are fighting, I'm, like, kind of, I don't know, this sound cliche, but, like, fighting for their lives, it's, like, are they going to want it more or less than the person doing it because they think it's fun? I think you should go into it, um, you know, just looking to have fun, mm-hmm. and if you start, you know, doing good. If you and don't winning, have a fun, yeah, you shouldn't yeah, be doing it. If you're not having fun, you shouldn't be doing it. Shouldn't and if be you doing start it. doing good, I think you should, you know, strive to, to be a champion. I think you should strive to, to be a champion. You, you get there. Hey, do you want to continue? Do you, do you want to stop? Do you want to start coaching? Do you, do you want to start, you know, building other champions? I think that's how it, how it should be. Absolutely. Um, th- the kid I was talking about, Richie Lewis, I want to, there's this trailer, this uh, documentary trailer, G-O-dot-A-dot-T. Um, he goes to this school, hold on, M-M-A, he goes to the school in California. It's called Goat, you know, greatest of all time. Um, let me see if it, I st- my dyslexia. Um, is this? This could be it. I'm gonna. Well, it's on Law mute. So, goat. yeah, Miami. This is probably it. Yeah. This. <laughs> so he's gonna be. And he's not the reason for this, but he's appears in it. But this is about, like, fighters that, like, they got nothing. They're trying. And they're really good in this school. Like, they're sleeping in the gym. Like, this school takes these uh, fighters and they make them famous. They make them fighters. They make them money. And and Richie's doing great now. Like, he's got sponsors. Um, and he's on his way. And I'm telling you, man, they're going to make a movie about him. But, like, there's people out there that are still like this. And, um... Like, look at these guys. It's their life. It's all. It's it's all them. It's all they got. It's yeah, incredible. Are, are nuts. And you know, I've heard stories about like fighters sleeping in the gym and stuff like that. And you know what? I hope. I see if all, we see all those you know, all those nights that those guys had to sleep in the gym. I I hope one day they become a champion. You know, one hundred percent. And that's the other thing. I I'm gonna talk to my father when I was really young, and we talk about you know, there's you know people that are you know you know working cash registers, people that are you know doing jobs like you know we're doing, and people that are like you know. Maybe they're librarians or whatever. They're, they're, and sure, they could be happy, and that's great. And I was talking to my dad when I was really young, and we were just talking about how, like, somebody has to do it. Somebody has to do the job that other people don't want to do. Um, and probably no one's going to respect you for it, you know? So it's like there's only so many spaces to fill, and there's a lot of really good fighters, but someone's going to be better. So you really hope that, like, you know, that person makes it, that person is able to do it, that person feels happy and content and fulfilled, but... um. At the end of the day, like we keep saying, it's you know who wants it more, and yeah, who who's got the correct form of drive? Is it is it the my family needs food? Is it the money? Is it the fun? Is it all three? Which is probably the best. Um, 
But yeah, it's it's who's got the bigger drive. Who's got the bigger drive, and I think also it comes down to you know where you're training at. You know, are are you learning like you know the next level shit? I guess you could say. Yeah. Like, right. Like the thing. Yeah, that's gonna are, take, are your the coaches thing, actually are your coaches teaching you something? Teaching you something or? That's the other thing. It's finding the right people. That's really hard. That's Dude. that's like like a whole third or half of the battle is it's, finding the it's right insane. people. It's uh, insane. So like, there's a there's a UFC fighter that just got cut. Um, Diego Sanchez. He just got cut. Like literally, like today, um, because he's. I mean, he's kind of old, but he's been training with this one dude who is like a complete like like psycho. The guy like doesn't like teach him anything good dude he literally like i would think one of his most recent fights uh in the last like year or so he had the guy doing like the the no touch techniques like the like the force field shit oh he, my like, gosh that and, like, all, which is like mind-boggling because it's like every like every like you know are you kidding nor- every like normal oh, like dude no. like, at least like the the real martial arts would be like that's bullshit and he was in the, like he was in the ring like like doing this force field shit and like and then like there's a training video of him like of, of the guy who's training him running around in the octagon uh with like I guess other training partners and he's chasing them with a knife. What in the world does that have to do with MMA? What, what does that have to do with there MMA? There used to be this TV show. It's called Stanley's Superhumans and this guy was employed by, I guess, the you know production company. But he would go around the world looking for people who thought they were superheroes, or maybe had like some kind of like literal mutation, because some of them did. Um, but there's, he went to this one martial arts school where like he would do that, where it's like I can knock people out with my mind, and he would like push his hand to their head without touching them, and then his students would like pass out, and the guy's like, uh, no, no, that's not, you can't do that, and he's like, I yeah, I can't. It made a huge fuss, and he's like, all right, do it to me. So the so the guy got into a gi, and he was like, "All right, go ahead," and he couldn't do it, obviously. So it was so embarrassing. It was, and all of his students were there to watch. Like I, I really believe these guys who say they can do that genuinely, genuinely believe it, genuinely believe it. So there's so many videos online. Uh, you need to follow this Instagram. It's called McDojo. McDojo. It's hilarious, and like it not it not only has like the no touch technique guys, but it's got a bunch of other like just. Ways you should not be training martial arts. Um, okay. For one, there's one where they throw a boulder at somebody. <laughs> they like expect a, them to catch it. Like, yeah. Or <laughs> like you they, can dodge they, a wrench, yeah, you, you can, can dodge, dodge a ball. You can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. Um, so, yeah, no. But um, I feel like these guys, possibly, they, they, might, they might really have that self-confidence in themselves. That, hey, man, you know what? Psh, that's 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 a good one good way to be, but I don't think you should but be teaching to anybody believe that. believe it so much... <laughs> Then when a TV personality challenges you, you're that confident to be able to say yes and not be like, oh, let's reschedule and, like, try to push it away. You're like, no, let's do it tomorrow. Let's do it right now. Like, that confident. And then they'll be like, oh, it didn't work because the, because dog, you, because the you, dog in the back yeah. was barking and the weather uh, uh, was cloudy It, it didn't work because you, cause, uh, you didn't believe. It's yeah, like, you didn't well, believe. what's the fucking point then? <laughs> no one on the street's going to believe. What are you going to do? Is it going to stop a bullet? Like, what the hell? Um... So stupid. That show was cool, though. There was this one guy who did have a mutation where his, like, uh, his cell dent, the cell density in his muscles would, his muscles would react to things so quickly that it literally made him super strong without looking deformed. Like, and he wasn't, didn't look big. He kind of had, like, a belly, too. But, like, um, he was, like, an average guy and, like, in 
two seconds, he could bend a, a wrench. He um he like held a motorcycle from driving away, and he, the motorcycle was like going at full speed. And like they tested him, it wasn't like look at my YouTube channel, like it wasn't fake. And it was like really cool. And he actually had an actual mutation. This other guy, he had a mutation where he had super like endurance and stamina, and he would run for like twenty four hours straight and just come home. It was a normal day. Some people are weird. I was gonna say some people definitely are. They, they they build different. They got some stuff. They got some <laughs> but, stuff. Hey man, I'll tell but you right this now. Guy's you ever, got, you ever, you ever grapple with somebody that does like manual labor and like works with their hands all day? No, I can imagine. They look awful. like 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 especially like an older like like maybe like a person that's in like their like like late thirties, like maybe like mid forties or even fifties. Yeah. They just have different. They have different strength. They don't even look. It's, it. That's that's like the crazy part. Their grip strength is just like insane. Old man strength. Old man strength. Yeah, or like farmer Weird. farmer strength. And you get those hands that are, like, the size of gorilla paws. It's like, oh, God, what am I doing? Yeah, it's that's what my girlfriend's hands are going to look like when she's done welding, when she gets her <laughs> welding degree. She's going to look like a uh, a bear. One day she's going to come home, and I'm like, so you have the wrong address. She's like, Mark, it's me. Oh, my gosh. Huh, <laughs> oh, jeez. Where'd you get those forearms, huh? Like, yeah, no, some people are crazy. You're, uh, you're, go ro- you're rock climbing? Um, So... I I think rock climbing's so cool. I'm terrified of like indoor heights. Like, indoor heights? Indoor heights. And like even some outdoor heights kind of freak me out a little bit. So like I'll that climb so I'll bizarre. do like trails to like like I will never free climb like a mountain. That that like freaks me out. Yeah, I probably wouldn't do that either. But like I'm not Tom Cruise. I can't do cool things. I like I it's very hard to explain. Like like obviously the, like the past weekend we all went up to uh yeah. the Poconos and we were like climbing. You know when we went to that last waterfall and like I was you, like, Come here. Yeah, Ricky, come um, over and here. You were like at, on the edge and I was like, Nah, I'm good, man. <laughs> I'm alright. I'm like, dude, that that edge was like <laughs> so narrow and I was like it wasn't even that high. I was just like, I know, I know I'm gonna have crazy anxiety if I go near it. I made a man ago and she wasn't very happy about it. <laughs> yeah, I know, I saw. <laughs> um but then Timmy and I, we, when we left you guys, we went, like, all the way down, and we climbed up that, like, mountain. Like, it was, like, 25 feet with nothing. But that was really easy, and we, like, ended up behind Bashoy. It was awesome. But um, indoor heights, that's weird. Yeah, dude, indoor heights really freak me out. Do you out. have vertigo? Like, if you look up at, like, a warehouse, do you, do you like, feel nauseous or something? Uh, a, l- a little bit. I would say when I'm up on, like, a higher level, and I look, like, up and then I look down. Oh hell yeah! I'm like whoa. I went to this hotel once. Had like uh, 50, 60 floors, and in the middle was completely empty, so you could see from the top floor all the way down. I was like, this is not good. This is so weird. Um, so yeah, that's weird. But rock climb, rock climbing indoor heights. Yeah. So like, so if, if I were to like ro- go rock climbing right, and I get to the top, I'd probably freeze up and like be like, I can't like I can't climb down. Where did that come from? Where does that come from? I don't know. Ever since I was a little kid. Yeah. Always, I've yeah, always been climb like, trees when you were younger. I mean, like, I guess, but like, I don't remember. That's so I ran into a tree. I ran into a tree. Ran I ran into a tree when I was in, I think, first grade. I ran into a tree and uh, I actually like got like knocked out. What? Like, yeah, I like literally like had a concussion from running into a tree. What? I like not only ran to the tree, but I whipped my neck like that. Like me and my neighbor. Did were, you not know the tree was there? Or did you- so, me and, my na- me and my neighbor were playing tag, and there was mulch, and then the tree. And it was a thick tree. It was like a big, like, oak tree. That's not helping your story at all. Like, oh, my gosh, how'd you miss it? My back <laughs> was turned to it. Oh, my God. So, 
my my neighbor's trying to tag me, okay. and I'm like trying to juke him out like that, and like run backwards at the same time. Holy shit! So then I full force like went to go sprint. Oh no! So then I this whole part of my face just went right into the tree, <sighs> and I got like literally knocked out. I I remember like vivid parts of like walking to like across the lawn to like my house. Like he like held me like helped me walk across, and like I remember like not getting up. Like I don't remember being helped up. I just remember like. Flash of me walking across, flash of me going oh to the gosh. door, flash of, like, I think my grandma was, like, watching me at the time, and then, like, flash of, like, I don't remember the rest the of that night. Yeah. Uh, no, I think I went to the doctors or something like that. Like, maybe I went to the hospital. <laughs> you I don't called remember. called your primary. Yeah, but, like, like I don't remember. Do I literally don't remember anything. Jeez. Oh, my gosh. You ever, like, hit something, like, run into something and get angry at the thing you ran into, but it's, like, not a person, so it's, like, what do you do? I feel like if I hit that tree, I would have been so angry at the tree. Like, just because I needed my anger to go somewhere. Like, what what, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, it's a tree. Like, that's how, like, oh, my gosh. I did the same thing you did, but with a person. I ran into a person doing killers for, like, wrestling, and that gave me a concussion. But I can't believe you hit a tree. Yeah, It was just sitting there. Holy shit, Ricky. How old are you? First grade, so, like, I don't know. I can't believe that happened. <laughs> dude, it was... That's hilarious. It was, it was pretty wild. And then... Um, That's so funny. Dude, I had a lot of accidents. Like, I, was a, I, was like a, I was like a clumsy-ass kid. It, um, Do you, you break any bones? Never broke a bone when I was a kid. <sighs> never broke good. a bone. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, but um, I did hit my head a lot. <laughs> and I think it kind of makes sense. Um, yeah, and, and then, like, when I was, like, okay. I, we, were, we were, like, a family cruise when I was, like, maybe in, like, That's third so or fourth funny. grade, and I slipped by the pools, and I hit, by the pools. By the, I hit the back of my head, and I got a concussion. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. You, you, uh, my, uh, my cousin, who's a good wrestler, you know what, how wrestlers, like, will grind each other's heads? My, my cousin looks like a rhino. Because every time you hit your head, you have, you get, I'm not joking. <laughs> every time you get like, you hit your head, you get like tiny cracks in your skull and it fills with calcium. So over time, it gets thicker and thicker and thicker. And that's why your bones are stronger when you break them. Um, yeah, like a micro fracture. Yeah. So his head is so hard. Like if I try to, you know, mess around with him and wrestle him, like he'll just put his head on me and like drills me into the ground. So it's like, I was thinking about that. Like imagine how much, how many more layers your skull has now after all the times you got hit in the head. You're going to be good. Yeah, you're, you're I, good. I mean, I hope so. You ain't getting knocked out, <laughs> I guess. That's so funny. Hey, man, I've been hitting the chin, and uh, it's a weird feeling. You ever you ever uh, get knocked out by a person? Um, No, not yet. Not yet. Not going to win. Uh, it feels like you're time traveling. Cause, like, That's what I've heard. I, I got kind of knocked out because like, I didn't – I got hit on, in like the button, like the connection of the jaw and the skull. I got hit really hard because, you know, before you said, like, if you're a beginner, you kind of want to, like – you want to get beat up a little bit so you know what you're getting into. Yeah. I w- it was years be- after I stopped, you know, fighting, um, and I went to, you know, my master, and I was like, listen, man, you got to kick my ass tonight. You got to kill me. And he's like, all right, come here uh, in four hours, bring shorts and a T-shirt, and you're good to go. Um, and he had me fight this guy. His name is Louie, who's awesome, and he was the best fighter at that school. And Louie knocked me out, but, like, he hit me. And I was looking at him. Next thing I knew, I was looking the other direction on my knees. And I was like, what just happened? Like, so I didn't get knocked. I was on the floor and I woke up. Like, I it just it flashed and I was turned around on my knees. It was so, it was the weirdest thing. It wasn't, it wasn't painful. 
and I, I wasn't like dizzy afterwards, but I don't rem I didn't realize it happened. So weird. Did you like uh try to get up and like I got swing I, or anything? I like that? no, because I knew I was on the ground. He I know he knew what he did to me, so he wasn't trying to hit me. So no, I got back up and my master's like, You alright? And I'm like, I'm okay. And we kept going. Like, I didn't take a break. I probably should have. But um although I didn't feel dizzy right afterwards, for the rest of the night. I was foggy. I was like, "This is this is weird." Oh yeah, I'm sure gonna feel. This that. is so weird. Um, but I gotta say, it was one of the coolest experiences. Honestly, <laughs> I really was. I like it. You're like, it's one of the coolest experiences. It really ever. was, cause I mean, like, I don't know. You don't want to get knocked out, but like, oh, you would. I feel like brain. not at all. It's not good at all. But like, it's one of those things where it's like, I don't know. You don't want to do like dangerous, like uh, daredevil stuff. But it'd be cool, like, if you could. Exp- Experience it, so I, 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 I'm happy that I experienced that. So like, it was kind of cool. Did you like go in there like wanting to get knocked out? No, like, not at all. I don't get what you not mean. at all. No, 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 no. I, I wanted to experience pain because it's been years before I had, and I didn't want to be a wimp, and I wanted to get it over with, and I wanted to feel like you know I was working again. Um, I did not think I was gonna get knocked out though, not because I, th- I thought I was good. I just when my when his name is Master Greg. When Master Greg told Louie, um, like give it to him. I didn't know he really meant, like, you know, kill him. Like, I thought it was like, oh, you know, Louis, you know he's new. Just give it to him. But, like, you know, he's new. But, no, Louis killed me. Louis killed me. Was the school that you trained at, were they primarily, like, a karate background school? Uh, Yeah, the background was uh, karate. Um, My master, his father is who started it, and then he, uh, my master took it over. And uh, they teach karate for their for all age groups, but um, the night classes are you know striking, ground, um, all MMA stuff. Um, and he also teaches like a group fitness class. I don't think he does that anymore though. Um, but he would train us. He would also have other guys come in and train us. You know um, where? What's that place in Tom's River um, that Diana went to? Trooper went to? Um, oh, Sullivan's. Sullivan, Sullivan would I think would sometimes come in there like a, a, a long time ago and train with us, um, but, but uh, the background's karate, Kempo. Cool. Yeah, it was it was uh, a lot of fun. I mean, like they were great people, um, and I I'll never regret doing it. It was it was like it's amazing. I think everyone I was talking to Austin about this, and we were saying that like everyone should kind of know like how to handle their body. You know. Yeah. No, I think everyone should train at least some sort of martial art. Um, cause then you, you do understand your body more, you know, yeah. and how to control it. And also it's a good way to get out of aggression. People that are like, you know, super like, uh, aggressive or angry. I feel like it's a good outlet for them. Not only that, but at least people that are like at bars are like, yeah, I'll, I'll fight anybody. Blah, blah, blah. Oh my it's gosh. like, stop, just stop. Like, so stupid. There's no point. I don't understand people that like try to. People that do that were like high school bullies that were able to be bullies because they were big, but they never got a hand to them. People that usually do that, I will say this, have probably never been like cracked in the jaw before. No, that's what like I'm saying because the they, they were born big, and in high school they 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 peaked physically, so like they didn't have to worry about it, and like they could always give people a hard time, even like if they had like younger siblings and they were the oldest. 
So, like, but when they're in the real world, they think because they've never had to deal with it before, they're still hot shit. It's like, bro, yeah. you gotta cool off. This is the real world. Yeah, but not only that, but they like it doesn't even matter so much about the size. It's just like their their mentality and their mindset. No, I'm saying their mentality like, is like that because yeah. of the size. Because well, sometimes, yes, I agree, but like it, it could be it could be anyone any size, right? Like it doesn't matter like how big or small they are. Yeah, like, it it could really be anybody. It's just they've never they've never actually had a real like conflict like of of them having to fight yeah no yeah that's what that's what i'm saying because like what because like, they're so big at least in my perception it's like if, if you're like the oldest of siblings or if you're the the biggest amongst like your middle school group it's like no one's gonna you know mess with you because you're the biggest but then once you get into the real world you still think you're hot shit because no one would ever mess with you but you're really not you just peaked physically before anyone else did and but now you're like just an asshole yep you peaked in high school yeah it's so <laughs> stupid um i did i tell you about the time i almost got killed in uh, i got almost got murdered in georgia like i'm not this not hyperbole like recently when i was at school yeah that's, that's what i meant like recently yeah did yeah. i tell you that no um i, I don't want to i don't want to tell the long it's it is a long story i don't want to tell the whole story well, tell the short story i'll tell the short story um, basically I was trying to move out of this house and we were going through some people to uh, try to get, take my room and I wasn't allowed to leave unless all my, uh, housemates signed on a paper that said I could be released. Um, so I had to find something they also liked and they said, Hey, we have a friend that might want your room. And I said, cool. And I talked to him and he said, Hey man, I can't sign on to the lease, which I needed for some of the time to sign the lease. He's like, I can't do that, but I'll give you cash. And while you're away, I'll look for someone else to take your room. And I'm like, I don't know who you are, no way. And he got pissed at me, got really angry at me. And he started calling me names and he started like and we were texting each other, we weren't in person. And he was saying, You just like you don't know what you just did, what blah, blah blah blah. And then I got a text message from like a burner phone. And I know it's a burner phone because we checked later on. Um, that's the part of the story that gets long, I'm not gonna tell that part. But we checked the phone and it's a burner phone, and the guy said, You don't know who you just messed with. Um, you're you're not from around here. Um, I know exactly where you live, you better sleep with one eye open. And I laughed. I thought it was the stupidest thing. And I and we just talked about it's the real world. I was like, this is the real world. I'm going to go to the police. I'm not going to just, like, let this you know, hang out in the air. I don't know who yeah. you are. Um, and I, I told the police. And so then this is, like, long story short. After a whole bunch of shit happens, someone ends up breaking into the house when I'm there. And it was, I think it was two guys. And they were screaming, who made the police report? Like, someone was, they were, like, opening, slamming doors all throughout the house. Like, they were looking for me. And I was kind of excited because, like, yo, this never happens. Where the f- where were you? I was in, at my house in but, Georgia. But they broke in. They broke in, yes. I was in my bedroom. Sorry. It was, like, it was like 7 a.m. They came really early in the morning. Um, I was in my bed, and I got out of bed, and I went to go back to get my phone to record it because, like, I want evidence. Um, and by the time I got back to my door, my roommate um, got them out of the house. Like, it was really scary. I've never heard him yell that loud or be that ferocious um and they left the house they sped off in like this red jeep um and then more stuff happened afterward with the police but um they they were coming to look for me and when i say it's not hyperbole it's because i know they were trying to do something to me for not only because they broke in my fucking house but also i learned later that those people were moving pounds and pounds of drugs every week so it's like they could not have shit on their record they could not be found out so it was a lot of i got a lot of like trouble in that like little culture down there but then i, I left a week later because i went back home but it was fucked it was kind of bad wait so they broke in they broke like, in armed or um as far as i know i don't know because 
by the time I got back, I, so I got out of bed, went to my door. I went back to get my phone so I could record it. And when I got back to my door, my roommates already kicked him out. Because my roommate knew them. Because they one of the people were the ones that were going to take my room. Um, they so that I don't I didn't see them, but they were like right in my fucking hallway, opening all the doors, and they just happened to not open up mine. Um, so they could have been. I don't know. Don't know. Wait. So you, the your roommate knew them. So my roommate knew the kid that wanted to take my room, and I told him I can't give you this room if you don't sign on to lease. And then he I I guess he got his friend to basically threaten me. And then I told the police. Now, this friend who threatened me, and this is why it's a long story. There's so much involved in it. The, the kid who threatened me, my roommate knew him because apparently my roommate left to go live in the house I was in because he used to live with them, and they would sell a lot of drugs, and he didn't want to be around that anymore. So they kind of all knew each other. So the reason why my roommate was so ferociously angry and was able to kick them out like because they knew each other and they knew that they they were both willing to like hurt each other and it wasn't like neither one of them were scared or neither one of them was like gonna back away because my roommate knew like they were bad people and he was willing to be, like i mean he was, he was the only kid in that house i was like guys i'm buying a shotgun like before that even happened like he was he wanted to be ready for something to happen so like he he was like so it was bad it was a bad situation I thought it was the funniest thing ever. It's nothing like that's ever happened to me. It was really exciting, and it, and I have and it's an incredible story now. Although, like, I di- I'll tell you the rest of it later. But yeah, I almost died. I almost I almost died. It was right because there was two people in the house, and I don't know if they were armed. They probably were. I mean, like, if they were doing illegal stuff anyway, why wouldn't they be? Yeah, you gotta assume that uh, if they're you know selling drugs like that, they they yeah they gotta keep that thing on them. You know. Yeah, ob- of course. Um, Oh, man, it, it woke me up, too. Like, screaming woke me up. Who made the police report? I was like, oh, shit. That's pretty Oh, wild. shit, yeah. It was incredible. And then, you know, I don't remember when I told my parents, but I told them, and, like, it was no big deal because I came home fine. So, but, fucked up, huh? So, it, it pays to know, like, I guess how to fight, but if you got a gun, you got to run away. Yeah, Just, like, I mean, get out yeah, of there. It doesn't matter how much yeah, fighting how much you, you know. have. I mean, if they got a gun, run. I mean, like, oh, my gosh. So even funny. even if it's more than one person, man, that that's a lot to deal with. Yeah, <laughs> you know, because I, I two people. I know it was two people because uh, someone got into into the car that drove away. So like, there's at least two people. Um, yeah, it was a crazy time. It was a crazy time. Another reason why I didn't like being there because like, I, well, now I got to deal with this shit. Yeah, it's so, like now I got the Georgia mob like with my and my names like on their list. The Georgia cartel. Yeah, it's like great. I, I'm so excited to fight. Uh, 10, 18 year olds that like to sell uh, like drugs. <laughs> it's like so stupid, man. It was bad. It's kind of fun though. It was kind of fun. It was a good learning experience. Yeah, man. It's a learning experience. It's a learning it's experience. Life, dude. I lived in South Florida for a little bit, you know? Yeah, you said you'd never go back there, right? Uh, absolutely not. Because of, cro- <laughs> of the things eat you there? Like the crocodiles and shit? No, well, not that. Did you say that. you don't want to live somewhere where your dog could be eaten? Uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 no man, it's just a different. It's a different vibe. It's very cool to vacation there. Don't get me wrong. It's awesome to vacation there. But once you live there, it's it's a completely different vibe. Um, just things are different. Like it's almost like living in like a. You feel like you're like in like a third world country. Really, South Florida, South really? Florida on like the yeah, South Florida was supposed west, to be nice. The west coast of South Florida, but like Fort Lauderdale, Miami. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I mean, there's certain parts where they're nice. You know. But it's like very like. 
I don't think I'd want to. It's different. It's hard to explain unless you actually like are there. They got palm trees there, or is that just California? They have palm trees. Because I don't think I'd feel comfortable living anywhere where there's palm trees. Why? I think it's just so weird to me because I'm so used to like pine yeah, because trees. They're not natural either. They planted them there. Yeah, so I'm like, <laughs> you know, I don't. I don't I don't like it. It feels weird. It's like you know that like a uh, phobia when people look at holes, like small holes, the, the tryptophobia or something. Yeah. So like, you kind of feel gross about it. I see palm trees, I'm like, I don't like palm trees. I just don't. You know what? I don't mind them. I, I think it, it, it has like a nice like tropical vibe to it. But like uh I don't know. I just felt like the that area was um it's just different, man. It was it wasn't it wasn't like uh it wasn't like living on the east coast and it's it's nothing like uh like Arizona, like out west. It, it's such a different vibe. I felt like it was very like fast paced. And very just like unexpected, I guess you could say. What I gotta, it's totally, I don't know why it's crossed my mind. So, when I first met you, uh, I mean, we we talk a lot about you know, of course, fighting and stuff because that we were fighting at a we were doing like fitness kickboxing for people. So we talk a lot about our backgrounds. Um, but I was talking to you about like uh, like your pursuits and like your school and stuff, and you were going to do some kind of engineering before, right? Like years ago, was that what you're gonna do? You you were gonna do something like those tattoos? Didn't that have something to do with it on your oh, fingers? Oh, I, I was get, I was doing automotive engineering. Automotive energy engineering. The reason why I bring that up, not that I want to talk about automotive engineering, but do you do you want this to work? Right? You if you can, if you had a choice, you'd want. Would you want to make this a career like fighting? Um, or is this just gonna be like? I want to do it for fun. I don't look at it as a career. I look at it more. Would for you fun. would you want it to be though? If you had the option. I mean, uh, if I had the option, yeah, absolutely. I feel like I'm a little too old in the game right now, though. Mm. To be that's to why be, to I be talked honest, about that before. Um, I can maybe make a good run in amateur if I if I like stay like you know on like a good like path. Because you are in love with fitness. So I want to be a coach. That's that's what I want to be right. But like, how can you be a, how can you be a, a coach in striking right if you got no you got no fights like. Who's yeah, no get, one's gonna listen to you. Who's gonna listen to you? Yeah, right? like you know, even if, even if you are a great coach, believe me, there's 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 ones out there who have never had a fight and they understand the game. But wouldn't you rather have the the credits and you know you know the, the nerves you know, and the feelings of so being in a fight? I, I talked to my father about that too. My father, great wrestler, he's a uh, phenomenal coach, and we talk about how um, you can be a really good you know. And like depending if you're playing a sport or you're fighting a good uh, fighter or you could be a good player but an awful coach, an awful coach and yeah. you could be the vice versa you could be an amazing coach where you can't play the sport at all and it's so fascinating because I feel like the the people that can't you know play or they can't fight or they can't wrestle but they're really good coaches a lot of times they're the coach you need once you're already good you need a coach to be able to like talk to you and like actually give you like support mentally because that helps so much I feel like those coaches are like really like not looked down on, but, like, not praised enough. Because you could have a coach, like, let's say you're really good. You're really good at yeah, fighting. Um, and we need that, obviously. That's If you don't have that, you don't have anything. But um, to train somebody, especially in a sport like fighting, it's like you got to you gotta be there for them. You got to, like, like, you know, heart-to-heart, man. Because that's – it's a lot. It's so individualized. It's not a team sport. It's a it's a individual sport. It is. And, like, this is the biggest thing um, that I've realized, especially recently when it comes to, like, either MMA, kickboxing, boxing, is a lot of these guys will go to these big, like, n- known gyms, right? Like, these big MMA gyms that, like, have all these, like, champions or, like, they'll have a few champions or, like, a really, yeah. you know, like, popular fighter, right? And for some reason, maybe that works for them. Right, um, they go to these big, yeah. these big gyms with like a bunch of people, 
what are you what are you actually learning when you go to those gyms, right? If the coach isn't like focusing on you so much, right? Yeah. Like it's just like going to a class. That's it, why it, I can't stand Nicotones. It personally, I because it's so commercialized and it's like you're here for the name, you're not here for the training. I feel like that happens a lot. It happens a lot. I'm yeah. not going to say anything bad. No, you don't. No, you, I'm yeah. not. <laughs> no, I'm not trying to push you to say. I can say what the fuck I want because I don't owe anybody anything. Have you, have you been there though? Um, I haven't been there personally, but I know people that have been there, and they say kind of the same thing. Where it's like, it's a lot of money, and I mean, like, if you're one of the better, you know, you know, uh, fighters there, they're going to care about you. But like, ultimately, like, there's like, it's not totally the school's fault. It's like because the name is so big, a lot of people go there, and they can't prioritize every single person. So it's like you're here for the class. We'll teach you the class, and if you don't learn on your own, good luck. Um, that kind of sucks. So I feel like if someone want and don't really blame a place like Nicotones. I feel like you shouldn't go to someone for the name because if you're not already good, they're not really going to care about you. So I feel like, for instance, the people I went to, they're, they're not known for their name, but I learned so much from them because they were small time and they made me who I am now. I mean, like if Ricky, you just started and this is my, I'm not asking you to weigh in on this. You don't have to. If you just started and you're like, I'm going to go to Nicotones and you just started, you'd probably be really shitty starting. They're not going to really give you much of the time, time of day. And I feel like that's the problem. So it's not really so much the school's fault. It's it's really that I don't like big name places where they, you know, flaunt. Look who we've trained before. It's like, that's great. And I'd love you to train me that way. But I know you're not going to because your priorities lie somewhere else. Yeah. And I, well, so I, I agree with what you're saying right there a hundred percent. But I think also the person signing for that gym should kind of realize that. Yes. Like, yes. L- it's listen, their fault too. Yes. So how Nicotone is making his money, right? Aside from, um, you know, having the gym that people go to are his fighters. You know, yeah. So they no, are absolutely. they are top priority. Yes, and I completely understand that. So I could see why, like a like a a, a normal, you know, a, a plebeian civilian, <laughs> yes, uh, um, would probably have like a oh they don't care. But it's like, listen, they care about you, right? But maybe maybe you're not putting in the work. Maybe, yeah. Maybe you're not trying hard enough, or maybe if you're just going there for fitness. Why do they need to put that I, that extra attention on you? Yes, I also I also seriously think I also seriously think that like if you want to be big in this, and this is my personal opinion. Don't go to the big name schools because they're not going to have time for you. Um, if you get big on your own for a little bit and you want to transfer over to like a better coach, do it. But start small time because they got time. You know. Well, yeah. So obviously, finding a gym that's that's smaller with like with a good trainer that has a good background, yeah. um, is is key. It's 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 crucial. Like um, I I started with Asbury Park Jiu Jitsu, and um, like you know Kevin Roddy's the owner. He's he's fought literally like for so many different promotions. He's fought for Bellator. He's fought for Strike Force. Um, he's fought for M One Global. He's fought for all these different promotions, and like he's had a lot of experience. You know, like he, he he's been in the game. He knows people like that are that are like high up in in the game like you know yeah and he's just an awesome guy and he's built his brand by just being himself he n- he never had to like uh like i guess like try to like put on like an actor like you know like give give like people a special attention like the whole thing with like asbury was like no politics like you know like come here work yeah. hard you know and i i, I once this Corona stuff. Not that like I I'm I'm not too worried at, right now as I used to be. But once it all goes away, like 
I want to come to your school. I want to check it out. And I'm, I'm not going to be able to put any money down for like a year or something, but I'll play for like a, dr- a pay for a drop Dude, in just to in. hang out. It's honestly, it's such a chill vibe. I've gone to other jujitsu schools, like even yeah. as, as, you know, I started there and I've just wanted to see what other ones were like. It's yeah. not the same. I don't want to shit on wrestlers, but the difference between wrestlers and, and like people like in MMA or any kind of like thing that had like a martial art is that martial artists are so chill. They're so relaxed. They want to help. They're so loving. Whereas wrestlers are like, I'm the best. Get get out of my face. Like, you're nothing. That's been my experience anyway. I think, I, well, I think that comes to personality. Because yeah, we, we I, got, like, we have some really good wrestlers yeah, well, who, who have, like, you know, obviously, like, trained well, when, jiu-jitsu. Yes, but they, when you're, I say w- just wrestlers, when you're all you have is wrestling, I feel like it's wrestling culture to be, like, because like, you, you go to, if you go into your high school, your college, or, like, if you go, like, Watch like a Rutgers versus whatever like match. It's like you, these these got these kids are huge, and it's like you know they're just in the gym. They're working really hard because one of the things with wrestling, uh, as opposed to like karate, is like a lot of it has to do with how strong you are, because it's 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 a lot of like it's, it's like a, it's a lot of athleticism. Yes, yeah. whereas karate, it's like it's there to like support the smaller man. Um, so I I look at uh these people and I've talked to these people and I wrestled you know for for schools and. They're all kind of assholes, but if you get a wrestler and put them in an MMA like you know studio, they become really nice because they realize they don't have to impress anyone. They can be themselves. That's been my experience. Um, but uh, well, I also I think know. I think that's with any um, athlete, right? Going yeah. to a different sport, and they got to humble up. Absolutely, they, they have to humble up. You know, yeah. Um, like who the hell do you think? Like you like are? A, like we've had plenty of like really like high level wrestlers come to Asbury and and like. I've never seen an ego out of any of them, you know? Mm. They're they're there to train hard. They got a good head in their shoulders, yeah, then. They, I mean, like... We try to train... Like, you know, we train hard. Like, that's the thing. Like, we're, we're not doing, like, you know, easy easy rounds especially, but, like, you know, everyone everyone in the room works hard. That That's the one thing that, that I, I, I I love about that gym, you know? Yeah. No one, no one will give you, like, um, <laughs> like necessarily, uh, like, a easy, easy rounds on the ground, you know? When I when I when I end up showing up, don't even tell them you know me. Like I'm just some random guy because I'm gonna embarrass the shit out of you. Like oh I don't know him. I don't know what he's doing over there. No, nah, dude, if you have I'm a wrestling background, I'm sure you'd be all right, dude. You know key locks. Like you say, you know like locks. Um, just be well. Okay, you know before how we talking about like if you don't know what you do, you can hurt people, and like that's all with all not only new people like like newbies, but like if you're trying to like learn things that you shouldn't be learning because your coach doesn't know enough about it yet. My coaches were great. I'm not blaming anything on them. But I fear, like, before I was talking about how I slam people, which I shouldn't be doing. I was about to say, it's unethical. you ever come to the gym and don't slam, slam somebody, please, please. I will not. You don't know me. The, the, <laughs> only, the only times I've ever slammed, I, I've done it three times, and I regret each one. Actually, no, I regret two. Uh, the one I did, I slammed Louie, who was training for his fight. So I kind of, like, fucked with him mentally. And they actually all thanked me for doing that because he ended up winning because he... Uh, he got slammed in the fight, but he he was ready for it. Ready for it yeah. Um, but the other two, I was it was really shitty of me, and I shouldn't have done it. Um, and I didn't do it because I was like, I gotta slam this guy. It was in the moment. I just it was came naturally. But no, I I definitely don't try to do it. But I'm saying when I do, I love like leg locks. Yeah, but see, like like you were sparring that guy for his fight. Yeah, well, that's the only where, one I don't where, regret. Where the slam is. In MMA, that's fine. But like, if you're in gi, he's also like, two feet tall. If you're in like gi jujitsu or like no gi jujitsu, and like you, you slam somebody like if they got you in a triangle or an arm bar, like that's like a dick move. Yeah, like you shouldn't do that. Um, 
No, what what happened is that he he had me in the clinch and he was kneeing me and so then I grabbed his knees and I slammed him. Um, oh, dude, that that's completely legal. You, you yo, I know, I know, but the other two, I w- I was an asshole. The other two, I was an asshole. Um, I don't even want to talk about him, but I was an asshole. Well, and I don't try to do it, but I was gonna say because with leg locks, those are really dangerous. Um, if you're not controlled. Um, like I ankle, would, like ankle locks. And I would stuff. say no, more or less. A heel hook is is a little bit more dangerous. Well, and anything, anything that's from the waist down. That's that's where I live. Like, like, well, like, so, like, how dangerous is it if you could do this? Not very dangerous. Exactly. So, if you feel the pain, yeah, don't yes. be an asshole. Just, just no, tap. Absolutely. I fear that I don't. I don't want to sound cool, but I don't think I know my own strength sometimes. And I don't want to go too quickly. I just, I just feel that I'm, okay. I'm gonna any like if yeah. you're if you're going for like a heel hook, yes, absolutely yes. not. Like reaping the knee and like like that, that you should not go quick. No, if you go for an not. Achilles lock. If you go for a knee bar, obviously don't like you know go super like yeah. Don't like freaking yank. Like, that's uh, the, the only. Leg back. That's the only thing. Like like at least I'd like to imagine I'm self aware enough to realize that I kind of have a problem sometimes. Um, not like an anger problem, just like I'm an idiot problem. Um. But that's why I make jokes like, no, you don't know me when I go there. But um, no, I, I, I'll, uh, this is going to sound stupid, like, I'll go easy on them. No, like, I'll make sure I'm not an idiot. I'll try to be less stupid. But um, I'm, I, I'm really excited because I really want to, you know, see how you guys work. Um, and, of course, I miss it, man. Like, everybody else has yeah, done dude, it. it's been I'm, a while, man. I miss it so much. Got to get you back on the mats. It's, uh, it's so much fun, too. I mean, like, I don't know. It's great. It's great, especially when you're going up against a guy that's like, got 50 pounds on you and you're sitting under him and all you can do is just think it's like well i can't really do anything so like that's happened so many times there's a lot of things you can do no but like i've been under guys that are huge and it's like i'm holding them and they're holding me and i'm holding them so they can't do something to me because they're so big i've got nothing else i'm like i gotta wait until he gets tired or like his sweat it gets sweaty enough for me to squeeze out of him that's when you you gotta start like Obviously, you ha- you haven't we had, had re- restart, as like, much like experience like in grappling. Yeah. Like, well, no, no, as, that's why I got a lot to learn. I got a lot to learn. You got to learn about how people's body, like their weight, transfers on on you. Like how you can yeah. feel where where like they have more weight planted, and then use that as a sweep. Yeah, I understand. No, I have a lot to learn. It was also why I'm like very interested in in this whole thing. Um, that's why I want to see it all. Before we were talking about um, you know, what you want to do. Right, I remember asking you. I might have not. Might have been somebody else. I thought I asked you a while ago. Would you ever open up your own school? And I think you said no, but it might have not been you who I asked. What would your answer be now if I say never asked you? Um, the answer is still no right now. So I did ask you probably. Yeah. Um. So as you it, as it stands, I don't know if I would. I would want to open up my own school. Um. That you want to be a coach. That, that all depends on you know. Th- that all depends on my career. I don't want to be one of these guys that like. Like, I don't know. Let's say I lose my fight, man. Right? Oh, you have so much more ahead of you, though. I know that. But at the same time, um, let, let's just say, like, you know, okay. like, I have an amateur career. Like, should I really? I understand. Sh- should I really open up a school? I understand what you're saying. You know? I, I don't know. I feel like I'm selling I'm selling bullshit to the public then. I get it. At that point. I, I feel like if, if, if I had, like, a per- professional career or, hey, maybe maybe striking doesn't, you know, doesn't work out, or maybe I do good at striking, right? You could be like Shannon the Cannon and open up a chain. Yeah, I could open a, ch- a franchise. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Um, or like, let's say, like after striking, uh, I do a couple kickboxing fights in amateur and do good. Maybe I'll continue with jujitsu and I'll start doing tournaments more. Yeah, and 
I win tournaments, I'll open up a jiu-jitsu school. I, like, there's no, there's no set, like, there's no set plan I just for this know, yet. I just know that, because you, you never forget to mention how much you love fitness, and how much you like training, and how much you like this lifestyle, which I, all the people I've, most people I've met in that lifestyle, um, they've kind of fell out of it because it gets too much, um, it gets really tiring, and I, they just end up falling out of love with it. And I'm like, that happens with everything. Happens with everything. Um, but for you to so confidently say that this is your thing, you like it, um, that makes me really happy because I'm like, not a lot of people could do that about anything. So that's why I'm interested. Like, what like what would you want to do? And I and I understand what you're saying. Like, you'd be feeding the public bullshit, but um. Of course, the day is young, and you've yeah. still got a, a, you know, a long road ahead of you, and so much more can come out of it. And also, don't forget, not that I feel you'd ever pursue this just because you think it's cool. I do. Um, there's a fight choreography, man. Hey, man, that, I'm telling that you. does sound pretty cool. It is you know cool. What? The only thing Even you got a side gig. That, the only thing you have to teach cool. people, honestly, is safety cues. See, the the thing I don't like about the fight uh, choreography, but I like I, I think it's cool, is it's never going to be actual like how a real fight would be. Of course. It's not. always going to be the flashy. Gonna, they want to see the gonna, spinning yeah. shit, the flying shit. You're going to try as hard as you can to make it realistic, but it's not really going to be. Oh, yeah, but if I if I make it realistic, if I'm like, all right, no, if I'm really going to fight this per- like person, I'm going to duck under and throw overhand. They'll be like, nah, that's boring. Yeah. Like, why don't you, like, spin three times and kick him in the head? Well, the, okay, so the reason why it's difficult... Uh, okay, if, if someone's asking you to spin three times, kick him in the head, I don't know what kind of Matrix movie they're, they're making. <laughs> but that's what I, like, think about when I see these, like, fighting well, movies. Like, they, like, do stuff like that. It's just, like, not realistic. Unless it's, like, John Wick, where they had, like, some, like, judo yeah. or jiu-jitsu well, in it. Well, that's what I'm saying. You can do stuff like that. I think that's really cool. But there's also, like, a lot of the times when there's fight choreography, it's if the character doesn't... The character either does know how to fight or doesn't know how to fight. Um, and the character doesn't know how to fight, it's usually a, a good move. It's like, oh, let's get an actual person that knows what they're doing in here. Um, there's a middleman where it's like the Matrix, where it's like we're kind of fucking around, or like uh, Mortal Kombat, where it doesn't really matter. And then there's the kind of movies where it's like, I don't... Th- these characters don't know how to fight. So now you have to be a good trainer, but also be a good storyteller. Because like, okay... These guys don't know how to fight, which means they're not going to do what you just said, Rick, where they duck and go for the overhand. They're not going to do that. They're going to try to just do all straight punches, and they're going to do n- no kicks, or if they do do the kicks, they're not going to work. It's There's a lot to it, but I'm telling you, the, all you got to do is safety cues, how to, how to fall correctly. Um, and it's a lot of fun. It's the, that creative element. You, you could have a lot of fun. Cool. I think you could have a lot of fun with that. I remember telling you that like before I left for school. I'm like, yo, you should try this. And he's like, you're like, yeah, okay, maybe. But um, Hey, man, maybe I'll look into it. I think it'd be really cool. Um, and uh, if anything comes up, I'll, I'll link you up. But uh, yeah, definitely it's, let me know. It's f awesome. It's f and awesome. Um, listen, Ricky, this is great. I had a lot of fun. Yeah, I had a blast. Thank you for being here. Hey, thanks um, for having me. We, um, I'm gonna link all of your stuff, all the Instagram in there. I don't think I don't. You have your personal and you have your uh, hitting with Hutton, right? Yep. But that guys, if you wanna, you know, just be as cool as Ricky. No, seriously, go uh, take a look at his stuff. Go take a look at uh, his hitting with Hutton. Uh, Instagram, hit him up on there. Yeah. If they want to um, train. Hit me up on, on hitting with Hutton if you want to train. Train. Um, it's, gonna, it's a blast. It's awesome. Is there anything else you want anyone to know before we close it out? Uh, yeah, there actually is. Um, I don't know if you've heard this, but... uh, Oh my gosh, what are you going to say? <laughs> and I don't like them, 
putting chemicals in the water. No! They're turning the freaking frogs gay! No. <laughs> okay. All right, guys. Thank you for uh, staying with us, and uh, we will catch you on the next one. All right. Thank you, everybody. Peace out, everybody.